We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Good morning, everybody. My name is Bart Winkler. Welcome to August, August 1st, and this is the Bart Winkler Show. I will not have on this podcast, as we're recording Monday after the Brewers lose to the uh, Nationals game one, I will not have a breakdown of the United States and their game against Portugal, the women in the World Cup, although I have planned to watch that game. I went to bed about 8 o'clock on Sunday night, woke up around 7 o'clock on Monday morning, Took a nap Monday afternoon, watched the Brewer game, recording this on YouTube live. Going to take another nap, wake up around kickoff, watch the game till 4 a.m., take a third nap, take my kid to school, get some breakfast, and take another nap. And then I should be caught up and on the same wavelength as the rest of society. I can do that. I'm on sort of a vacation. I'm still doing the podcast, but no CBS shifts until Friday, no soccer stuff until next week. So on a little bit of a vacation so I can play around with my hours or so now I'll probably sleep through the game and and not see any of it, but that's fine. The intention is there. The intention is there. Did watch this Brewers game five to three. They lost. Would love to get your comments on it and your thoughts. I think with the trade deadline approaching, What's interesting is, and I talked about this a little bit yesterday, how many games the Brewers won at the beginning of the year. That mattered because had they come in three or four games above 500 or a couple of games back in the NL Central and not in this back and forth with the Reds and now the Cubs, I guess, if the Brewers came into this weekend against the Braves and lost every game and then lost Monday night against the Nationals, they, if they were five, six, seven games worse, they could be. This could have been the four games to determine. Okay, maybe they're going to be sellers. But the Brewers have had a decent season, and so I think they're going to get the trade deadline that they deserve. And like Brick always says from West Dallas, he always says, "Have the day you deserve." I think the Brewers are going to get the trade deadline that they that they deserve, and that is not what happened last year where they traded their closer when they were at the, you know, three games up, not what may happen in future years where they're closer to the world series. And then they uh, can trade more prospects, but they're going to trade the kind of guys and try to acquire the kind of talent that would be worthy of a team that is eight games above 500. And I think you saw that with the Carlos Santana trade. All right. They traded Carlos Santana, gave up a guy who is kind of a lottery ticket. There's some talent there, but, We'll see. Also, uh, this this Marcana trade. Now, I've seen some people, the pitcher we gave in return for him, I thought he was number 30 on the MLB prospect list. Apparently, Baseball America had him number 12 in our uh, system, which I don't I, like. I don't know what's true. Justin Jarvis. But again, that's that's the, the, those are the kind of trades this team, I think, is going to make. You don't want him to trade Weimer, Freelich, Mitchell, Churio, you know, Mizorowski, they're not trading these guys, nor is this the kind of team at the major league level that maybe deserves to trade these guys. But they are a team that has put themselves in a position where they deserve to acquire a couple bats and maybe go on a run and see what happens. And Carlos Santana and Mark Hanna are a couple of those guys. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate 
isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Those are my thoughts. I always like to bounce them off Brett and Tosa. I'm glad that you're here tonight, Brett. Good to see you. How are you? Good. It's been a, up, it's been a long time. I'm back. Well, you're back. Uh, you tried to quit the podcast very vocally, and you're still here, so thank you. Yeah. Just couldn't do it. But what do you think about those brewers? Are you back on board? So one of the things that I realized was I've always been on board. I was feeling guilt at the beginning of the season because I wasn't as into him when I was covering them. But that's just that's just like part of it. And I did get sucked more into the NBA playoffs. Okay, but yeah, I'm on board. I think that this is a team like what sucks about this year in terms of me and like whatever narrative I like to create or whatever people think I do. This is kind of like. If there was ever a bites of the apple team, Brad, I think, I think this is it. This is a team that, again, they're making trades they deserve. Mark Hanna is not going to change the world. Carlos Santana is not going to change the world. But this team deserves to add a couple of pieces and, and see what's going to happen. They're not going to get Juan Soto. They're not going to get Pete Alonso. They're not going to get, you know, I changed my picture to Shohei Otani for a week and a half. Those things aren't happening. But at least they're like – I think they're getting, they're making the trades that they deserve to make, and I think that's fine. I mean, they're they're impactful moves. Like, yeah, you, I I agree with you. They're not they're not all stars. They're not MVP candidates. But if you look at the guys they've been trotting out there for the first three mo- three four months of the season, I mean, Mark Kanya is quite a bit better than Jesse Winker and Tyrone Taylor and Blake Perkins. And yeah, Carlos Santana's a a lot better than Rowdy Telez. So it the Brewers don't need to have a top five offense in the league. I mean, they were, they were 11 games over 500 up till the last four games. And that was with a shitty ass offense. So if they can make that offense average and have great starting pitching, I mean that listen on paper, this team isn't a world series contender, but like you get in and you have three great pitchers and Wade Miley as your fourth. I mean, I'm not saying the Brewers are going to, make a long run but they have just as good of a chance as anyone else baseball's proved that that's how october works well yeah if you're gonna have a strategy that's bites of the apple to say that again baseball is a sport to do it in i mean the packers i don't know they bite to the app that they that didn't work they suck the bucks bites of the apple they were doing eight seed forever finally they put a contender and they win the heat doing what they did in the nba playoffs was like the only time that a team did something in the NBA that happens in baseball every year where a team uses the whole season to figure out who they are, figures it out in September, finds the best version of themselves in October, and then goes from there. So, yeah, I think over the weekend we learned that, all right, the Braves are superior and much better than us. But I don't know. I think, again, it's all about what does this, what does this team deserve? They deserve, based on what they did in the first half, they deserve a shot to add some bats and see, like, they're they're doing this 
with guys that had they had no intention of doing it with. Monasterio can't like he's fighting for his job and he's he's doing well. He did all right tonight before hitting that double play. Um, there was you know Jemai Jones and the Perkins of the world, all these guys that are trying to get something out of. This is not the most intimidating lineup they've ever had. I did see a great tweet. Oh God, and I'm going to steal it, but that's okay. I do want to give credit to it. I do have it here. The tweet was, I'll say the tweet first and find the credit. The tweet was about the Braves a couple of years ago, where the Braves a couple of years ago, this is from John E.C. The Braves a couple of years ago traded for Jack Peterson, Jorge Soler, Duvall, Rosario, and none of those guys were having like tremendous seasons. But then when they got to Atlanta, they took off. So if anything, just get bats, get Carlos Santana, get Mark Hanna, get guys that are better than what you have. And maybe something special could happen. I've got no problem with any of this so far. I think they've done what they should be doing. Yeah. I mean, Jorge Soler and Jock Peterson have had multiple 200 average seasons in the big leagues. Like you're right. Those guys, those guys lately, they've like Jock Peterson's put a couple nice years together, but yeah, I mean, anyone can get hot for a month. Look at Owen Miller, look at Monasterio. I mean, my, Owen Miller came back to life. Monastery is going to come back to life. Anyone can get hot in October. That's just how it works. But I will say, and this is to your point and what you've been begging for for the last couple of years, if you are going to go bites out of the apple, missing it one year, okay, I'm fine with that. You're not going to make the playoffs every single year for, for 10, 15 years. You can't miss it back-to-back years when you have Burns, Witter from Peralta and Yelich. You can't do it. So the pressure's on. I mean, now they're, they're probably going to go a game and a half back. Um, I still think this team wins the division. I know they're still the favorite, but you cannot miss the playoffs two years in a row with this pitching staff. And you've got the Reds and the Cubs who are playing each other tonight. Uh, I probably won't – the podcast will probably be over by the time that that game uh, – it won't – you know what I'm trying to say, but it's 6-4 right now in the fifth. I guess I don't know. Do you root? Are we in rooting for mode? Cubs are four games back. They were supposed to be trade like sellers. They were supposed to sell Bellinger. They were supposed to sell Stroman. Now they've acquired Candelario. So all of a sudden they're like trying to dick around here and do something. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I'm I'm cheering for the Cubs. I hate the Cubs more than anyone, but um, the Reds just beat everyone besides the Brewers. So. Um, we need them to lose when they can. Here, I'll ask you this one. This is from Jerry. Would you give up Sal Freelich for Eloy Jimenez? That, so that's who I really wanted. I really wanted Eloy. Um, I think I'd rather give up Weimer or or Mitchell than Sal. But you have a lot of outfielders, and I, I still think it's possible that Jackson Cheerios up on September 1st. I really do. That guy's the real deal. So it's a fair question. It's a Even fair at 19, question. 19 years old, he's in double A. I mean, he's dominating. I feel like he'll be in AAA in the next week or two. And as long as they, as long as he's not on the roster for 45 days, he'll still be a rookie next year. And they still get a draft pick if he wins the rookie of the year. So why not bring him up for two months? I, I think it's legit possibility, which would be awesome. Uh, are you and I on a good page? What? You're always talking shit about me, talking shit about the Brewers. Oh, yeah. No, I am. I would have stopped listening if I actually didn't like you. I think the Brewers, like, I do understand. I think they have a good front office. Okay, Baseball-wise, they are exceptionally run. They did a tremendous job in this draft. And they have for years. Like, you you can argue about the marketing and PR and that stuff, absolutely. But... Baseball-wise, the front office and Mark Adonacio, exceptionally well-run. Yeah. Here's a comparison. Because both are well-intended. The PR and the marketing, they have, well in, they have good intentions. The, um, the team itself, the front office, has good intentions. And they go, like, they, they both have a pencil. Follow me here. And they take it to the pencil sharpener. And you know how sometimes you like couldn't get the pencil sharpened right in class or it'd be like a crooked a little bit. Front office, it's the perfect shape. The marketing goes up. All of a sudden, 
somehow their dick got in the pencil sharpener. And they're like, what the fuck? How does this work? <laughs> they're stupid. So yeah, that's what I, I think. Th- they've made some questionable, questionable decisions the last ever since COVID. Yeah. So, uh, why does Willie Adamas suck? I mean, that's what I was going to say before. Willie Adamas and Roddy Telez, those guys have – I mean, you've talked about – you brought up the Monasterios, Perkins, and all those guys. Like, the pitching staff's doing its job. Colin Ray, um, Taheran, like, Willie Adamas and Rowdy Telez are the reason why we're not five games up in this division. I, I, I've defended Willie for years. He was super clutch last year. He, he's been a great brewer the last year and a half. But, I mean, he's he's awful. He's awful right now. That They're not going – like, this team can make the playoffs without Willie Adamas, but this team's not – making it to an NLCS without Willie Adamas and Rowdy Tellez. They need those guys. Uh, this is Brett and Tosa. Do you have any um, more like wish list that you want to see? I think they're, I think they're done offensively. I mean, second base and third base are also, are still kind of black holes, but they've got six guys. They've got Terrain, Urias, Anderson, Monasterio, Miller and Toro. One of those guys probably goes down to AAA, and the other five guys, you just play the hot hand for two months. I think that's fine. Monasterio deserves to play every day. He's hitting – you're a batting average guy. He's he's hitting close to 300. <laughs> um, I am. I do love batting average. It's It still tells you it's something. It's still a stat. Yeah, I, I would say it's not the best stat, but it it's useful. It's not – it tells you something, yeah. You got to yeah. hit the ball. Yeah. So you know, I, I think they're done offensively. I Elvis Pagliaro kind of scares me. I've said for a, a month here that Council's never managed a bullpen like this before. Like, he usually gives guys breaks. Like, you're not pitching four days and four games in five days. Like, he's really pushed people. Oh, I yeah. Think- if, if you see Pagliaro, other than what happened tonight, he gave up some runs. It's Pagliaro, Piams, Williams, if he can do it. Yeah. And that he's never – like, he's usually pretty careful about his bullpen usage. I think – with all the close games, the offense just being garbage and, you know, just a tight division race and who knows what his future is. He's kind of going for it a little bit more, but I think that might come back to bite him. I mean, that's what fans always want, right? Like that, forget about the usage, just throw these guys. Well, you're kind of hitting a rough patch here. So at least one reliever, um, Brent Suter, maybe now that Wilson's hurt. Fans would like it. Gets Brent Suter back, just get Josh Hader back. Yeah, Josh Hader would be the perfect setup man. You just tee that up for me. Perfect eighth inning guy. You know, he's not he's not going to give you four outs. His just arm can't do it. But um, perfect setup guy. I'm all in. Sal for, for Josh Hader. Are you going to come to our Brewers outing? Uh, is that is that a Wednesday or Tuesday? Wednesday. The 20. So I so this is for everybody else too. This Brewers outing is happening. Um. It won't be like – it's not going to be like – I think of Bill Michaels' affiliate day. I used to go to that. And it was very professional, and they rented out one of the things, and it was like, wow, this is going to be as half-assed thrown together as these shows are. But we will be there. I, I have gone so far. I actually have contacted the ticket office, and we'll be following up with a call with them tomorrow. That- I asked about that Miller light landing and they said it's open to everybody, but it's like, we would have to get in there right away if we like really wanted it and they can sell some bleacher seats nearby. But I think people are going to want to tailgate and like stroll in in the second inning. That, so, that place isn't the Miller light landing is not going to fill up Buy terrace tickets and roll in in the first or second. And you'll be able to go hang out there, grab beers, watch it on a Wednesday afternoon. That, that sounds like a good play. I'm a maybe. I, I got to check my schedule. Tickets are going to be, because uh, I asked, I put a pull up on this. Tickets are going to be anywhere from like 15 to 20 bucks. We're not sitting in the 400s. We're not sitting super low. The It's it's about it's about the experience. Shirts? If I need shirts, I got to get on that right away. I'll buy a shirt. I'm in for a shirt. I don't know if I'll make it. That's still a maybe. But the shirt was going to be like tailgate, first you know, I don't want to, yeah. I should just make shirts is what I should do. Also, I was going to, I was thinking, does anybody know a flag company where I can get a giant Bart Winkler show flag so people know where we're tailgating? I have the pulse like that you raise up in the parking lot. 
but I don't. I'll take I don't that. know where you make a flag. Hmm. I have a big USA flag. There you go. That I I don't know if I can legally say what I did. Ah, statue of limitations. There's a restaurant in Fond du Lac that flew a USA flag, and I was drunk one night, and I unhooked the thing, and I and I carried the flag home. But in carrying the flag, I probably carried it like you have to fold it a certain way. You got to be very specific with the flag. I I'm sure that I illegally, and I'm sure I have it illegally stored here in my basement. Everyone's everyone stole something when they're drunk out of the bars. Traffic cones, signs. You're not the only person to do that. I'd be happy to go get the flag if you guys want to see it. I'll probably take the flag out tonight when I'm watching the USA women's uh, game at 2 a.m. Are you going live for the trade deadline tomorrow? No, because my son will be at swimming. But I'm going to do a post game again. Okay. So trade deadline. We'll do a post game. With trade deadline reaction. A lot of deals happening already, though. That's kind of weird. Yeah, usually, I, I don't know. I don't know that there'll be much action tomorrow. But, um, yeah. As long as the Reds don't get Justin Verlander, I'll, I'll, I feel good about where we're at. You got anything else, or you want to hang or leave, or what? Um, no, I'm, I'm kind of frustrated that we lost tonight. Can't You can't lose when Burns pitches against a last-place team. So... 5-3 the final tonight, if you're hanging on the edge of your seat for what actually happened. They did lose. Uh, this was like the game the other night where it was back and forth offensively for a little bit. And then uh, they got they got to Pagero there after Weimer had homered. After right. Weimer had homered, I thought, okay, maybe the game might be over. But the Nationals found some offense. They got good. Like Joey Manessis, he was good in the World Baseball Classic. He's good. Lane Thomas is fine. C.J. Abrams, Abrams is good. Kiebert Ruiz. They're not as bad. I don't think their lineup's as bad as we think, but we should be beating them with Corbin Burns. Yeah, absolutely. We can't We can't be lo- losing to the Toby Altizers. Who is covering the game tonight for his station? Where Where are you at in the council? Is thing is he is he coming back, retiring? Ken says council has been a scrawl since he retired. Marvel reference. Secret Invasion? Review? First five episodes into it. Last episode completely ruined the whole thing and ruined years of MCU. I'm very pissed off. But then the Loki trailer dropped today, and it looks fucking awesome. Very excited. Uh, I Where am I with Council? He's not coming back, or he would be signed. I think so, too. Yeah. Although, was it you that? Yeah, you asked Kurt Hogg if what he thought on it and he said he truly thinks that council doesn't know whether he's coming back i i don't know that that's the case but well if you've got if you've got like because because they want him he's got the leverage they're not they don't want to move on it's not about money no no it's i don't think it is either and i don't think he's gonna go like to the mets no i mean he doesn't he's a very wisconsin guy I'm sure when he was like crossing the plate for Arizona in the World Series, he's probably like thinking about Whitefish Bay. Probably missing home. Honestly, what I think will happen is he'll retire either, and then him and Arnold will be the Arnold Stearns combo. He'll go to the front office, be able to do stuff when he's sitting in Oconomowoc on the lake or Pewaukee Lake, wherever he bought his new house, and watching his kids play baseball. But Craig's still relatively young that I think he might just take a break. He might take a break and then guess who's our manager 10 years from now? Again, Craig Council. Yeah, but why would you take a break right now when you have the best farm system you've ever had in the history of the organization? Burns and Woodruff. That's a demanding-ass job, dude, every fucking day. I know. He looks so – like. He's aged so much in, what, the eight years that he's – I mean, when he took the job, it looked like he could still play. Like, he won't get a hit, but he was he can still play. Yeah. Now he legitimately looks like an old man. Yeah. I agree. All right, bud. All right. I'm out. Well, glad to see you. I'll be live tomorrow if you are around want to react to something. If there's another game like tonight where the bullpen blows it, I'm probably going to be – Walking around the block, losing my shit. But I'll, well, I'll need you on here when they trade for Josh Hader. 
if if they trade for Josh Hader, I'll come on either in a bathtub with a Captain Coke or with no shirt. So oh, I will be wow. on. I'll be on if that happens. Trust me. All right. Good to talk All to right. you, bud. Yep. See you, Bart. Brett and Tosa joining us here on the Bart Winkler Show. Remember, Happy Place Hemp is the place to go for all your CBD needs. They've got the gummies, the tinctures, the balms. They've got whatever you need in terms of um, helping you, like, I always say, feel good, man. Help me sleep. Help me. Uh, uh, Tim was taking the the mango ones, the THC-free ones. So there's a lot of different things that they do that then work different ways for different people. It's all about trying it and seeing what works for you. Cause it is, it is something that does help. Uh, I've taken it before. It helped me with my gout that magically went away, but then turned on to plantar fasciitis. So I got to take that now more. Uh, so it's helped me with that. Happy place. Hemp. The promo code is Bart 25% off every order. Happy place. Hemp.com. Uh, since I mentioned PF, I'm going to play this voicemail. I did put the StreamYard link again in the comments if anybody wants to join. But I mentioned Brick before. This is a voicemail from Brick. He does talk a little plantar fasciitis and then and then Brewers. Oh, Bart is Brick and myself calling. Just wanted to say, uh, just want to say thank you for being a real spokesperson and a true hero for something as serious mm-hmm. and detrimental to the lives of many, including myself, uh, for speaking out and being an advocate for people with uh, PF, uh, a.k.a. plantar fasciitis. Uh, it's really something that's really serious and effective. I hope you heard that. He said plantar fattyitis. Because I never had plantar fasciitis when I was... Guys, I should show you pictures of me in high school swimming. I was 155, like, cut. Just from swimming. Now I'm a tub millions of americans every year definitely has nothing to do with my overweight status it's all completely random and i appreciate you being you know a spokesperson for the little guy out there and all those suffering from pf now that i got that out of the way i just wanted to say that uh classic brewers classic classic brewers playing well getting my hopes up starting to feel get a little little brewers brewers fever or brewers lust if you will you know in the first place they Beating up on the Reds, doing great. I mean, obviously their offense is work, but they're playing well. They're speaking out these games. And then they, you know, attacked against the Braves. Great, great, great team. And they just completely just, I don't even have a real word. Just, uh, so, yeah, that's just in classic Bruce fashion. Get my hopes up. All right, maybe they got something cooking here. You know, one piece away. And then they just absolutely just decide to, just get swept and lose first place after putting in all that hard work over the last month or so playing really good baseball and can't even can't even squeeze one one away from uh, a high caliber team that isn't the Reds. So since you're mainly a Brewer show now for the next probably three weeks until football season really gets going with camp and whatnot, figured uh, I call it and give you my Brewers take. It's put it on the headline: Brewers against the Braves. All right, good stuff. That is Brick in West Dallas on the Carl's Place voicemail line. Carl of ET.com backslash Bart. Check out their golf simulators and buy one. Go buy one right now. I'm not going to do another show again until someone buys a golf simulator. Q, this is a Fond du Lac Doc Spiders hat. Check out my guy, Jesus. Uh, Summit, where the fuck is it? Summit Automotive and Fondy, proud sponsor of the Doc Spider. Go get your, go get your car work done and say hi to my buddy Jeff. Matt, I'm 6'4", 190, and have plantar fasciitis. Sucks that you're fat, though. Well, let, let's be, let's be loose on the word fat. Your boy's been counting calories. Okay? I'm using the MyFitnessPal app. I went in the last two weeks from a Whopping 230 all the way down to 227. It's happening, folks. It is happening for me. 
Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Uh, what are you doing? Hot take Jake with a What's Bill Michaels that? background. How are we looking? What's up? Why, why do you got my big guy Bill Michaels back there? Well, my plan was to uh, ask you some questions here tonight and then just go ahead and check my email and play Minesweeper while you answered. So I just figured it was fitting. <laughs> no, you got you to gotta order boots for your wife. Uh, I'm not even going to ask. Du jour. Uh, well, what's up, man? Um, I missed. I, Did I you see... jump in on me in the Brewer conversations over? You don't care. Well, I care a little bit because as you guys, well, some of you may know, I'm back on the bandwagon. We're late into the season. They're looking decent. You know, the record's good, so I'm back on the bandwagon. That's Let me the get the rest of my team. brewers. Can I at least get the – I want to get the rest of my Mark Canna stuff out of the way that I have prepared yeah, for you. Yeah, I'm here for it, but I just – I popped in, and you said it's happening, and I don't know what that's referring to. It's happening, me losing weight. Yeah? Good shit, man. I lost three pounds. There we go. On the way up, baby. Or on the way down. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Mark Canna is 34. I'm echoing on your end. Let me just mute you for a sec. Sure. Mark Canna is 34 years old in exchange for Justin Jarvis. He has a club option for 2024. What is happening is Mark Canna is owed $3.8 million for the rest of the season. But the Mets are paying that. So just like when the Mets traded Max Scherzer to the Rangers, you look at it and say, Mets owner Steve Cohen, this is a cost-cutting move. They're chopping money. But yet the Mets are still paying all these guys' salaries. So this must be a a next-year thing because now they get out of next year where it's either an $11.5 million player option or they buy him out for $2 million. So these players, the baseball players have it made because in basketball there's like a player option. I don't know of any contracts that have this buyout. Either Mark Hanna gets $11 million or they cut him but by cutting them, they still have to give them two million. That like baseball players haven't made in the shade that way. So the Brewers could keep them next year for eleven million, or they could keep Rowdy. I don't know what he's going to be. I think everybody's down on Rowdy right now. Or they could finally find a guy. But the Mets are going to pay some of the salary, all of the salary for the rest of the year. I joked on Twitter it may be a down payment for the right to interview with David Stearns. Uh, who else could be on the market? Ken Rosenthal had a list of guys that the Brewers might be interested in. Candelario from the Nationals. I mentioned he's on the Cubs. Marcana, he's here. Tommy Pham, Brewers probably would have traded for him with the Mets if they did that. Tiasca Hernandez with the Mariners could be available. I don't think he got traded yet. Uh, Paul DeJong with the Cardinals. And maybe the Red Sox trade a couple guys, even though they're in contention. It's just that AL East is so wild. As far as the pitching side, uh, again, Josh Hader's probably the most like likely name, even though I don't know if that happens or not. But we will see. So that's that's my update on Marcana. Uh, thank you for letting me get that out there. What's new? Well, I uh, I'm glad you brought that up because that's one of the reasons I wanted to hop on tonight. So you know, I've made it the the assertion that I'm a bandwagon Brewers fan, and I have no shame in that. So um, I made the X. Is that what we're calling tweets now? X's. What do you what do you call? No, that? no. Well, what are they? I don't think people understand why I hate this move so much from Elon. I do hate Elon. I do. I do hate him, but there's no reason for this move. Typically when people rebrand, like even when we, when we rebranded from 1250 to 105.7, the fan, I thought that was a mistake 
because we didn't we should have included it should have been 1057 1250 a.m the included or be 1250 the we 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 focus too much on the wrong thing. And Elon's focusing too much on the wrong thing, which is that he's got the sexual fetish towards the letter X. And I keep not finding where the shit is on my phone. It's a big fucking letter X. So I haven't updated, so it's going to stay Twitter as long as it can for me. Yeah, I got auto updates. I'm a loser. Yeah. But, but I, I, I think we just call it tweets. Okay. Well, you're not calling yeah. it X's. Like, okay, if, if you want to do X, and you need it to be X. You do your little thing. The problem is I'm still using it at the same frequency. Well, sure. And, you know, you're it's just like you're sitting in the Miller Park press box. Like, it's always Miller Park that you could call put whatever sign you want on it. It's Miller Park. So I will say since this you've gotten you've gotten me fired up about a lot of things I want to say since this change to X. I've like encountered people that are just flat out like people troll right but i am encountering people that are flat out dumb and and i like i i really am trying to not be a big twitter like uh like you're unemployed bart and i'll be like uh here's my cbs sports radio schedule i can only make that joke like five times but this one guy i go jordan love made a throw and i go the league is not prepared for jordan love to be good like they're not they think jordan Love's gonna be terrible they're, they'll maybe think he's average. I say, wait till he beats the Bears by throwing three touchdowns in week one. And then this one guy is all obsessed. He's like, why are you singling out the Bears? Yes, you have dominance with the Bears. Why are you singling out with the Bears? Talk about the Niners. Talk about the – I said, as my friend Grant would say, my brother in Christ, the Bears play the Packers week one. He goes, oh, whatever. I'll believe your bullshit. Look at the fuck – like, it, just people are dumber than ever. Anyway, well, what's up? You set me up perfectly because that's the two things I wanted to cover tonight. Number one, I didn't realize Brewers Twitter, like the fan base on Twitter is so insufferable. So first I see people bitching about trading for Santana and trading for this new guy. And my thought process is you gave up nothing as far as high-end prospects. Maybe you could argue Jarvis, but... um I don't know. I have a friend who's really into this shit. He thinks Jarvis is like a long or a long reliever in the big leagues if he makes it. Well, people don't, people don't worry. Like people see the trade and don't worry about it. They they see the trade and they don't care. They're happy. They got Mark Hanna. And then they see where he was ranked in wherever's because again, MLB prospects had him 30 and baseball reference, I think, or baseball America had him 12 in our system. So now Brewers fans were, were fine with the trade. I'm gonna say our 12th prospect, like that's and it's all that's all arbitrary anyway. Well, the other thing that pisses me off is like it's always the same arguments of well, it's not significant. Go get go get a big name, and it's like look at the deadline, guys. Who's getting moved? Nobody is getting moved, and this is as big of a seller's market that I've ever seen. Now, truth be told, and this is gonna sting. The Brewers should probably be sellers given how much of a seller's market this is and what the core of this team is. It's not going to happen. Well, that's the argument I had with Paul Emig last week. Yeah. I mean, it, I think the Ditlin and I, it's weird that like people try to will this into existence. They'll say like, Oh, you know, if if you trade Burns, you'll get the same return for him next year. No, no, you won't. There's a huge difference between one and a half years of control and one-year control that's two playoff runs potentially so um you know brewer fans are weird man i don't i just don't understand like what more could you want from them you got two maybe well, you fan call is short for, guys fan is short for fanatic the, yeah that's the the gloss that you put over everything but two league average guys are far and away better than what you have in your lineup right now so that pisses me off like just Enjoy the ride for once. And number two, uh, the the glad you brought this up with Jordan Love and the Packers and the Bears. And it's funny, the, the Justin Fields stuff is starting to really warm up on Twitter where Bears fans are like, Green Bay's scared of Justin Fields. And like, what? Why would I be afraid of a scat running back? That doesn't what, – what, that does nothing for me. I still think he's going to be good for the record. He's a nobody, Bart. Um, and – it's so weird that nobody else can see this coming. 
Green Bay is making the playoffs this year. Jordan Love is going to be good. And the Jets are not making the playoffs. And that is going to be a disaster by week 10. Mark my words. Do you agree with me that uh, Aaron Rod- I was on uh, Sirius XM today with Danny Cannell. Look at you name dropping. By the way, quick announcer note. Since we're talking ESPN, he's an ESPN guy. Uh, them getting rid of Mark Jackson is a is an L. Them getting rid of Jeff Van Gundy. Look, Jeff Van Gundy by himself. Mark Jackson by himself. I've heard Mark Jackson do games with, I think his name is Mark Davis. Awful. But Van Gundy, Jackson, and Breen, that is good. You put these guys that stink together and suddenly they're good. We're going to get Doris Burke, Doc Rivers, and Mike Breen. That's such an upgrade, Bart, though. Like, I disagree. I mean, obviously, it's it's down to what your taste is. But to me, Mark Jackson is like the Chuck Friedman of NBA broadcasting. Like, My people, friend, Chuck Friedman. Yeah, friend of the show that ghosts the you – know, we won't get into that. We're closer than ever to working out an agreement. I will – spoiler alert. Oh, well, little tease there. I like it. Um, But, no, I I guess I just disagree. I don't see it with Jackson. Um, I feel like he's a guy that does no research. Seems like he's pulling stuff out of his ass. And uh, Van Gundy, it's like he's just trying to get on his soapbox. He's not really analyzing the game usually. It's usually if there's a bad call, he'll explain – why that's a bad call and why the league needs to change this rule. And it's, but I, like I don't it. know. Yeah, but they're you good like as a trio. As a trio, they're good. I don't know. It, to me, it's like, it's so niche. Like if you like enjoy that kind of banter when I'm watching a game, like uh, maybe that works if it's like, you know, the Hornets and the Rockets are playing and there's just nothing going on. But if it's like a good game, I want people to analyze the game. Anyway, when I was on with Danny and Dusty, um, what I was saying was that there was this massive story in the NFL this last week where Sean Payton just said things that you've never heard a coach say coming into a new organization. You never hear it. And then he apologized for it or whatever, but it was just like, you never hear this. And then suddenly this massive Sean Payton story in one interview became an Aaron Rodgers story because Aaron Rod- Aaron Rodgers was going to be asked about it with the Nathaniel Hackett stuff. That's fine. And Rodgers can be like, yeah, you know, that's unfortunate. I, I wouldn't I don't think that coaches should be doing that. Okay. That's a fine answer. Not going to grab a headline. Yeah. You know, I love Nathaniel Hackett. I always stick up for my guy. Nobody cares, but he goes to the extremes of, Keep my coach's name out of your mouth. All right. Well, clear. Now it's an Aaron Rodgers story. Are you surprised by this? No. Well, no. I just now that I'm back. Now that I'm back in the game of shitting on this guy. Well, let me ask you this: Do you think there's a soul alive that truly believes that Rodgers does not want to be on Hard Knocks? No, because he signed up for quarterback like three hours later. Well, any chance he can get. To make it about him, me, me, me. And I I read like the transcript from that quote he had in regards to Peyton and everything was I, I, me, me, never us, we. Um no, it's uh that's par for the course for this loser. He's a he's a classic narcissist. He's it's always gonna be about him, and uh I can't wait for him to make a fool out of himself, and then it's gonna be even more amplified because it's in New York. Do you uh are you going to the tailgate thing we're doing? Hell yeah. I got it in the calendar, baby. All right. So I'm probably going to just buy like $15 tickets in the bleachers. Well, I mean, I don't know if uh, I'll be sitting in the $15 seats. I mean, we got to have some sort of standard here, but I'll come and say hi to you guys. Like, You're going to come and buy better seats? <laughs> I mean, come on. Like, I'm, ta- I'm probably going to take my wife. Like, you know, she's got to have a certain experience and but uh, no, I'll hang out with you like before. Because I'm going to, I need to, I think I need, 
I need to put down a deposit, I think, is what I need to do. And uh, then I so think you are going to get buy like, tickets. I don't know if you have to go to all that trouble, Bart. I would just say, hey, here's where I'm sitting. And then really, the fun. it's like any Brewers game, Bart. It's going to be about the tailgate. That's all people really care about. Uh, Matt wants to contribute $100 to upgrade 20 people to $5 better seats. Fine, <laughs> then we'll get $20 seats. I don't care. I have a very should we go, should we go bleachers? We're not sitting. We're not sitting lower. I this, I feel like this is a bleacher type game. Bleachers is, are okay. This is a bleacher. Like I don't really ever sit in the bleachers, ever. No, the bleachers are cool. You might get some TV time then. But this is a this is a this begets a bleachers type environment. I mean that's cool. I got my my go to seats that I like to buy. I don't want to say where they are because then, uh, you know, it's 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 kind of like a. Or even buy your own tickets. Fuck it, I don't yeah, care. That's, that's what I'm gonna do. But I know Matt will probably not be happy with me not divulging where my seats are because he doesn't like that kind of thing. Well, he said he'd only sit in row one in the bleachers. Fair enough, but no, I'm uh yeah, I got it in the calendar. Don't you think Hopefully the Brewers the can get there? Should, don't you think the Brewers owe me a box for my years of great coverage? I feel like for one game. And who's it against? I'm going to call his ticket guy tomorrow. I'm going to be like, listen up, bitch. I was on the goddamn field at game 163. I was on the goddamn field when they beat the Cardinals to clinch the playoff spot. Okay? I I am a – I am a – Well, I'll tell you what, Bart. If you, you, if you can't negotiate – I have one Brewer shirt that I wear four days a week. Fucking <laughs> respect me. If you can't negotiate some $6 food vouchers for all of us, then, you know, you need to reevaluate yourself as a man. Yeah, uh, it's hot in the bleachers. I want to sit in the shaded over there. Yeah, no, I, uh, I, I, I definitely going to be there. I'm trying to get the wife to go, and it's probably better for us to have different seats because I don't know if I want to bring my wife around to a lot of you Cretans. So not you specifically, but, you know. Like if Tony in Texas is there, I don't know if I'm bringing the the old lady around. That's Mister Steal Your Girl. Which side's the side that gets hot? Mom. Which which side gets hot? Third base. Where's the sun go? Third base. Yeah. Yeah, third base side. Yeah, I don't want to sit over there. I, I'm I'm excited to see all you guys meet each other. That's what I'm excited, I'm excited about. I'm excited to meet some of the whack pack here, the basement boys. <laughs> like me to see you guys interact. I, I'm excited to meet Q, you know. You. Yeah. I, I hope Q makes it. I, I want Matt to be there. I told Tony he's got to fly in. Mm-hmm. We we are the basement boys, you know. And it'll be great because sometimes it gets heated in the Winkler verse, but it's that beautiful thing of you say shit on the internet that you wouldn't say to someone's face. So everybody's going to be all hunky dory and happy. And should I, should I tape a show during the tailgate or just be, I think definitely for the YouTube channel, for sure. Like try to capture as much of it as you can make some video. Um, maybe like like set up a live YouTube to watch the tailgate. Yeah. And then do like a post game show. Cause I don't drink myself, but I know a lot of, uh, the Winkler verse is probably going to partake. That could be fun. Well, that's the problem. If we're all driving there to tailgate, I don't like that. Well, yeah. Uber, uh, what is the uh, Lyft? But you can't keep your car in the parking lot. Take the shuttle. Yeah, but, you know, you could just walk up into a, someone else's tailgate. That's the beauty the of it. The Brewers should have a tailgate spot no, where, like, you can leave your car overnight, and they won't. Yeah. You know I mean? It's, uh... I'm I'm surprised. I thought by this point um, in, in our society that there would be like DUI checkpoints outside of the stadiums because, you know, they would just rake it in on DUIs and stuff coming out of the games. Well, the Tavern League in Wisconsin actually runs a state. Nobody's well aware of that, but they do. Oh, yeah. I, I'm I'm all in on uh, the Tavern League. And well, I'm not in on them, but I'm in on them being scummy and Everything bad about Wisconsin, you can trace back to the Tavern League of Wisconsin. Oh, yeah. No doubt. Every single thing. You want marijuana legalized? Tavern League of Wisconsin. 
and this guy. No, we are a pro Bill Michaels show these days. That's right. Hey, do you still have those clips from uh, <laughs> that old thing that you posted? Uh, we, we listened to him on the NFL draft night with uh, Bill interviewing. Some... <laughs> Bill's fake draft interviews. <laughs> it was amazing. Just go back to that one. I got, I got, I maybe I'll send them to you. I got them. Somewhere. Maybe at the tailgate you can re replay those because those those are classic. I, I feel like that was a, a gem that not a lot of people were were around for. But God, that they'll I say that about me eyes. someday, Jake. What's that? I said they'll say that about me someday. Oh, I've always said that about you, Bart. Mm-hmm. All right, pal. Yeah, I'll take off, but uh, I do want to ask you one more quick thing. Like uh, I saw the trailer for Loki. And they always say in television and movies, when you do the time travel thing, that like it's over, you've run out of ideas. That so, your thoughts on that? Well, they did they did time travel travel in Endgame, and everybody loved Endgame. Well, that was the end, though. So you know, no Marvel. You want you want me to talk about this? I do. Yeah, I I legitimately want to hear your thoughts on this Loki thing because they took Marvel. Marvel's great, and Endgame was great. Get back. I can't. Hashtag ad. The, the, the best part, I'm doing this whole rewatch, and I'm watching the Netflix ones as well as, and the best part of them is the interconnectivity. Like, I don't know if you ever watched Daredevil or Jessica Jones or Punisher. Like, everybody shows up in everybody else's shows, even the peripheral characters. That's all we want. We want a shared universe. But we don't know. We watch... We watch She-Hulk, She-Hulk, where it's like, ah, everyone's fun. There's new Asgardians running around. And then the next one is like, society is broken. There's bombs everywhere. We're coming after all the scrolls to kill them. And then we watch one thing. And it's like, ah, dee, dee, dee. Then we watch another thing. It's like, what is, what, what is, connect yourselves. The, the connection that we loved in the MCU is getting weak. I just, I remember watching like, I think two or three episodes of Loki with my wife and I'm like, no, you know, Loki, took, Loki owns. I don't know. I, I, they, they took what I thought one of the most interesting characters in the MCU and they made him boring. Like, I, I don't know. I, I wasn't digging it. Well, you sir can fuck off. <laughs> All right, buddy. I'll let you go. Deuces. We'll talk soon. MC, let's go through some comments on YouTube. MC, Brewers are going to miss the playoffs just like last year. Division lead at the deadline and falter. That's a little negative. Cubs and Cardinals. No, Cubs and Reds still in action. Tim Shea's Reds. Tim, those Reds. They're making some waves again. They're making some heat. Um, Jason on Twitter says, typical Brewers team offense can't score, and the bullpen is now tired and overworked and losing to a double-A Nats team. Sorry, Toby, but not sorry. Toby says this Nats team is a lot scrappier than you're giving them credit for. The Brewers have to find a way to win this series, too. Don't be, don't be, don't be messing on my guy, Toby. He then says, the Brewers, is this true? We're 0-7 against the Nationals, A's, and Rockies this year with a negative 16 run differential? Yikes. The rest of the tweets, it looks like I read. And Ken also says Loki 2 looks awesome as fuck. Yes, I agree. I have another voicemail here on the Carl's Place voicemail line. This one is from everyone's favorite, a quickie from John. It's Aaron Rodgers related. Good morning, John and Franklin, with a brief continuation of my call from last week. Bart, you got me fired up. Bart, well, you partially got me fired up. Finding out that Rodgers took a pay cut really, really just about puts me over the edge. You know, I hate I hate being like the hater sports fan. Hater, not hater. You know, I, I, I know it's where my best takes come from, the vitriol, the hatred, like the bikes. But this, this is over the top. This guy's trying to walk into a phone booth and put a cape on. This guy shit all over the Green Bay Packer fans, okay? You crapped all over us. All we did was root for you and your failures in the playoffs. 
That's all we did, Aaron. So now you come over here and put your flipping cape on and act like the best guy on earth. We know who you are. And I was wondering if a part of me would root for you. I can't wait to watch this flipping Jets things just collapse. We'll see how that goes, Aaron. We're going to see how that goes. Watch. That's what's happening, man. Aaron's trying to show the Packers he's better off without him, but what he's doing is direct, indirectly telling the Packer fans he's better off without him. And so that's why we're going to be all, all – uh, I'll be pissed. All of this can be watched on the Dan Shaney YouTube stream. Thanks to Dan again for that. Uh, you can watch my video interview with Wes Hodkowitz at Packers.com. I hope you check that out. Wes gave a great kind of behind the scenes of what it's like to work for the Packers. Have my interview with Kurt Hogue on there. Maybe cram that one in before the deadline. Because uh, he thought that like light things would happen. And so far, that's kind of where we're at. And my conversation with Grant Bills about where up north begins in Wisconsin that one got some play on a Reddit. Uh, some some Reddit found it, and then they had a nice debate. Very few people then watched the video to give me likes, but uh, it, it spurred something on a Reddit thread someone sent to me. We're going to be live again on Tuesday night. So I wanted to be live for the trade deadline. I will be watching my kid learn how to swim. After Brewers-Nationals game two, which probably makes more sense, we'll then talk about the trade deadline and the Brewers-Nationals game. Doesn't sound like Marcana's going to be with the club on Tuesday at last check, which if you trade for a guy, it's like, get your ass here, man. Like Kevin Mensch got on the first plane, and Brewers' biggest failure of the – hey, I got something totally unrelated real quick. Totally unrelated. Somehow I was thinking about that. This is like the first thought on my mind this morning. Okay. What are the five? This is totally unrelated. What are the five biggest Miami Dolphins moments since like in my lifetime? What are the five biggest Dolphins moments in my lifetime? Being featured in a Hootie and the Blowfish song. Winning the Super Bowl in Ace Ventura. When the Patriots lost and then go undefeated. They're not Dolphins moments. Marino fake clock touchdown. And the Wildcat game against the Patriots. That's Those are the biggest. This is what I was saying. I don't know why. Many you could argue you could argue the top three Dolphins moments of my lifetime. The year I was born, Marino went to the Super Bowl and lost. So maybe that one slips in because eighty-five Super Bowl would have been eighty-six. So yeah, get him in the Super Bowl. Uh, our Ace Ventura, Hootie and the Blowfish, and the Patriots not going nineteen and zero. Leon let Thanksgiving botch. Yeah, yeah. The top five, just that's a that's a fun bar conversation. Also, a fun bar conversation is something that I mentioned on Friday night on Zach Elb's show. Do you guys think aliens miss their window? Like, I think aliens. There was some guy in Congress last week saying we have bodies and. We were all like, yeah, okay. You see DeAndre Hopkins sign with the Titans? Like Nobody gave a shit. Certainly after the pandemic, no one cares about anything. The age of social media, I, I don't know. I think that the, the last real time for aliens to strike was maybe the 80s. Because once you get in the 90s, I, I don't know, they're X-Files and like, it's all this, I don't know. War of the Worlds would have been the peak. People were listening to the radio thinking that it was an invasion happening. It was just some guy reading a story. But aliens could come to the Earth now and it would be like, oh, cool. Here's another group to discriminate against <laughs> wildly. They'd be like, no, we're, we're trying to conquer your human race. We're like, ah, we're already killing each other. It's fine. We, 
We got no hope for humanity. We just fucking take whatever you want and leave. But not our guns. All right. That's a good ending uh, point. Live tomorrow, Tuesday night after Brewers Nationals and the trade deadline. We'll see you then.